All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brown Arabia G. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The most I put it on my spirit to speak on manipulation, to control or play upon by artful, unfair, or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage. The action of influencing or controlling someone or something to your advantage, often without anyone knowing it. The topic of manipulation is incredibly important to discuss because manipulation is a tactic that has seeped its way into nearly every fabric of our societies. In fact, nowadays, many people would praise the idea of manipulation as a skill. Regardless of who it harms, many people study the arts of manipulation and they practice it on other people. not caring what lasting effects they leave. You see, oftentimes we get into situations where we have our guard down. You know, those of us who are compassionate and kind to others around us can oftentimes be vulnerable to manipulation if we aren't aware of who we're interacting, of who we're allowing into our life, of who we're sharing our energy and life force with. That's why I'm a huge proponent of guarding your energy. Because many people are energy vampires and they're out to get you. There may be something about you that they want or yearn to be like. They may just keep you at arm's length so that they can keep track and watch how your life unfolds, waiting for any moment to strike, waiting for any moment to be able to manipulate you and use your compassion and kindness against you. You see, we are living in a very unique but yet dark time, brothers and sisters. A time in which the Most High has forced a crossroad upon the people. That we are forced 
to choose our side, to choose life and righteousness so that we may live, or to choose wickedness, which in turn will just give us calamity. You know, the old saying and motto, misery loves company, is spot on. Many people only want you around or in their life as long as they can control you to some degree. Whether physically, mentally, or spiritually, even emotionally. That's the goal of a lot of people. And we have to question those that we allow into our lives, even family. Because not all skin folk is kinfolk. Blood doesn't necessarily mean that you and that person are in the same page or same vibration. We already know from Psalms chapter 1 verse, verse 1 through 6 the importance of separating yourself from wickedness, from scoffers, from mockers, from those who rebel against the Most High. It doesn't mean you can't maintain relationships. It just means you need to be careful and guard your energy so that you don't succumb to any type of manipulation. Because manipulation is something that many people practice and continue to hone as if it is a, a skill. And to them, it is a skill, sadly. A lot of people boast about being able to manipulate and get their way. And if you have anyone like that in your life, I would be very weary of that individual, especially if you are on your own narrow path to the righteous with the Most High, because right now, we are in very, very serious times where there is a war for our souls. It's literally as simple as good versus evil. Righteousness versus wickedness. And as I've mentioned numerous times, Babylon is falling, whether people want to admit it or not. And lately, my spirit has been really focused, very, very focused and intense because I'm feeling energy from those around me. Those who used to be completely nonchalant and disregard the warnings and the signs around them seemingly are starting to wake up and smell the coffee. They're starting to realize that a lot of what they were warned about has come to fruition. You know, those that called us conspiracy theorists or crazy or whatever you have you or gossiped behind our back or slandered us because of our viewpoints because we decided to go out and use our own brain and seek justice, righteousness, and truth in all that we do. Because many people are a part of the herd mentality 
And what you'll begin to notice is that those, the majority of those are part of the herd mentality absolutely hate those who are free thinkers and use their own free will. Many people absolutely despise righteousness. Whether they are a true child of the Most High of mankind or they're a Nephilim, it doesn't matter. The vast majority of people cannot stand righteousness when it's in front of them. They immediately get argumentative. They immediately are open to a debate. They are immediately ready to fight you. Because realistically, you get to a point where they can no longer manipulate you. Therefore, you will notice a lot of people leaving your life. That's one thing that I've completely noticed. So many people leaving my life. So many people that I was around, whether it was junior high, high school, college, into my 20s, that were in my life. In the minute, I took a step back to look at myself in the mirror and re-examine why there was a void in my life, why I was unhappy. Many people immediately tried to deter me. Immediately started talking about me. And oh yeah, the word always gets around to me. No matter what. Because the truth always comes to the surface. So the word has always gotten back to me. And I know people's true colors. And I've started to realize the ones that are there for me and not whether it's family or friends. Because there's a trend. Those that can no longer access you can no longer manipulate you. And that drives a lot of people crazy. That upsets a ton of people when they realize this. That they no longer have that ability to zap your energy and zap your life force to manipulate you to get a specific outcome. And it is insidious because when you really break it down, manipulation is not only a lack of compassion, but it's selfishness and it's wickedness and it's vile. And we already know that this society, this Babylonian society perpetuates good being evil and evil being good. Everything's inverted. So of course they're going to tell you manipulation is a skill. You need to, you need to at least be able to be manipulative. Half the time they'll hide it behind the worm charming or people-pleasing. When in reality, those are just words. And many people will be like, well, how can you say being charming or people-pleasing is a part of manipulation? It very well is, and we'll get into that. Because many people are putting up a facade for a specific outcome. Many people are putting, up, are putting on a mask and hiding their true intentions and their alternative motives so that they can try to persuade an individual to partake in an action or do something that benefits them and harms that individual. Many people are just here to watch you be destroyed, to watch your downfall. That's why they're in your life. 
And the minute you start getting it together, the minute you start calling it out, many people will scatter like roaches when the lights turn on. And the longer you are walking on the narrow path of the righteous, the easier it is to spot this and the easier it is to defend yourself against it. We are going to do a deep dive into manipulation. We are going to do a deep dive into why manipulation is so prevalent and not something that's just perpetrated by the wicked elites in this Babylonian society, the so-called experts and prominent figures and politicians and athletes and whatever you may have, whatever you may have it, the ones on your television. It's not just perpetrated by them. See, they use manipulation against us as the masses to divide us into sections, to keep us distracted, to keep us running in that hamster wheel, to keep us in the rat race. They have to because without that, they wouldn't have any control. But they've also gone a step further and they've introduced what they deem a skill of manipulation into the indoctrination systems, the education, the financial the government, the healthcare, the religion. They're all systems of manipulation in which they use propaganda and censorship and gatekeeping to keep it afloat, to brainwash other people to go against you, whether it's family or friends. And they've done a great job about it because idolatry is one of their biggest, if not biggest, tools of control along with manipulation and, and idolatry is a form of manipulation you give all of these you give this society this world these indoctrination systems and you're manipulating them tell me how when a child comes out of the womb perfectly fine in a miracle of the most high it immediately gets vaccinated and separated from its child from his mother it's already manipulated but by Babylon, by the Nephilim. They're already manipulating that child's ability to have the life that it deserves. It's already manipulated. And by that time, the child is five or six ready to go into this Babylonian in educational indoctrination system, these camps. They've already had, what, numerous vaccines, vaccinations? The child already has numerous chemicals pumped into it and is already manipulated. So that child's mind is never going to be as sharp. I may not, may, let me not say never, but isn't as sharp as it used to be or as it should have been. And so it's easier to control that child. And if that child is still creative and still inquisitive, they're deemed a hassle. They're deemed a rebel, a troublemaker. They need to have prescription drugs for their ADHD. That's another form of manipulation. It's in every facet of our society. Think about financial. Think about the game of the rat race. It's a complete game. Like this life we live is a game. It's for them. It's just a manipulation game. Picture a carousel. And picture that you are in the carousel and you're going around, round and around and around. And all you want to do is get off the carousel. 
But the conductor turns up the speed. The conductor makes sure that you're fastened so you can't get out, even by your own free will. You see, they want that carousel to go around and around and around with no stops. And that's the rat race. That is the rat race. It's a game. It's never ending. No wonder why you see people in their 60s and 70s still working part-time or full-time jobs. How can you explain that? You know, those who live, who lack compassion and are selfish and love Babylon and love idolatry and love government and love this wicked Babylonian Nephilim B system are going to always defend it. They're going to be, oh, well, it's capitalism, you know, it's socialism, it's, you know, it's, it's communism, like they should have just worked harder. It's always some kind of excuse for why wickedness is, is accepted. They should have just worked harder. It's, it's their fault that they have to work that, that early and that late in life. And I used to be brainwashed just like that. When these people say that, they don't realize that they are being manipulated into believing that. Because picture this. What if their life turned out like that? Would they like that? You might have it nice right now. But who's to say you will have that same situation in a year, two years, five years, ten years? So imagine being manipulated by this Babylonian system only to perpetrate the same wickedness that they're perpetrating onto you and you perpetrate it onto others. And that's the financial system. It completely manipulates you. It teaches us that money is our God and that we are to worship money and chase it. And that that's our biggest priority, you know, by any means. They teach you, hey, go to college and take out all these loans. Well, if you're lucky enough and you have parents that can afford it, well, cough it over. We need all of that. Cough it over so that we can extend your indoctrination, so that we can extend our ability to manipulate your mind, so that by the time you're in your early 20s, you are just a shell of yourself. You have no identity. You've lost all touch with your creative side. You have no alignment or connection with the Most High or nature or the creation. All you know is Babylon. So here are all these student loans. You know, here, here's a job. You know, here's a career world or just a normal nine to five job. Well, since you're young and new, you got to start from the bottom. Yeah, we can pay you at a poverty, at a poverty salary or poverty wage. You're new. So get in line and listen. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you're young, so you have no experience. So you need to stay in this role for two to five years and just take whatever we dish at you. Whatever selfish means we dish at you and whatever manipulative tactics we use on you, you got to just handle it. And then once we're ready, you know, we'll promote you because by then we've already broken you down physically, mentally and spiritually. So now you're okay with a title change and a 3% raise. Hey, we may even give you up to a 10% raise or more, but we already know that you sold out. We already know that your soul is ours and it belongs to us. So yeah, we can manipulate you through the money. We'll tell you that you need to work the majority of your life. 
you know if you really want to pay all your bills and do all the things you say and get all the vanity that we offer to you you're gonna to have to do this for 40 years you know it will give you an opportunity to retire when you're in your older but by then there's not going to be any medicare or medicaid for you you know we're going to be gone sorry we spent all that on wars and nasa and fake space sorry about that actually in fact we're not sorry that's just what it is they manipulate you through your government I mean that in and of itself is an episode by itself as government govern the mind the mental that's what government is where people are so out of touch with reality that they'll even admit oh yeah politics is just a bunch of liars and deceivers and manipulators but then yet they go run to the polls but yet they go jump on social media and argue and debate and persuade people to think the same way as them where they'll go defend another puppet over another puppet where they'll go and, and and boastfully claim well you know i voted for the lesser of two evils no like literally openly admitting that what they're supporting is evil i've been there i've voted majority of my life besides this last election I may have missed one or two elections where I didn't vote. I was brainwashed into believing the hoopla. I was brainwashed into believing, oh, the lesser of two evils. I was brainwashed into believing that these people were normal people just like me and they cared about my well-being, my prosperity, my peace of mind. They cared about my children, my future lineage. I was brainwashed into believing that. So when you start to think for yourself and navigate you start to really open up your eyes to the levels of manipulation in babylon think about our healthcare system we did an episode on healthcare think about how wicked healthcare is when we start to break down pharmacy and its ties to paganism and witchcraft it starts to open your eyes to seeing that our healthcare is completely opposite of the creation of the most high it's death care because you're half dead. You're a guinea pig. They are just experimenting on you with this medication, this antibiotic, this vaccine. You know, you need this, you need this, you need this. You know, once you take them, just a heads up, these are all the side effects that can happen because we already know that we're not going to cure you. We're going to treat and numb your body so that you think you're getting better, but then we're going to fill it up with so many chemicals, so many poisons, so many toxins that you're going to be with us forever, that you're going to be our patient, our slave forever until you die. And we manipulate you into staying inside of the healthcare system where you need to take medication every day, every week, every month, every year, where the majority of your salary, which is your time and your energy source, is devoted to your treatment your slow death I mean how can you break it down any other way then realizing and accepting that it is manipulation and it's always been here you know even the religion that's 
definitely the biggest pillar because that has gotten a hold of so many souls so many people to the point where I'll even have people in my life who've listened and supported the podcast still be confused still think that I'm in a religion you know the mo- the majority of the, mo- the, ma- the world and I've been manipulated this way too and brainwashed to thinking that if you even want to be aligned or connected with the most high you have to be a part of some sort of religion one of the thousands of religions they'll have the christian versus the muslim the muslim versus the christian the buddhist versus the hindu hindu versus the buddhist the atheist versus the catholic the catholic versus the atheist you know the scientologist versus all of them whatever whatever little distraction they have you're going to be running after you see the religion definitely has to be the most wicked because it's the most deceptive and it's used the most manipulation even when we were given the laws, the statutes, the commandments we weren't given all these unnecessary Nephilim filled created stories characters that we didn't even know Jeebus creepers Apostles, all of this wickedness. None of that is even real. It's just meant to be a fairy tale for adults. It's meant to be a fairy tale for children so that when they become adults, they can't determine reality from the lies. Therefore, they have soul ties. They've been manipulated into multiple soul ties. And once you're in that soul tie, it's extremely difficult to get up out of it. You know, you're going to believe that your pastor is your be-all, end-all. Your only way to, what, the pearly gates? The heaven filled with gold, gold streets, right? Like they like to claim. Gold houses, riches everywhere. You see how... What they give you is basically Babylon. Money, money this, money that, money, money, money. When the Most High never created money. Man, the beast, and the Nephilim did. But yet, you're brainwashed into believing it. You're brainwashed into going to your pastor every Sunday. And then partaking in sing and dance. And just feel-good times, praising idols and deities and demigods, and blaspheming the Most High. All while your pastor never opens up the revelations and explains to you the mark of the beast. In fact, your pastor is going to go tell you to get the mark of the beast. Even better yet, folks, hey, we actually got the vaccines here at the church. So once we're done with the sermon, actually, in fact, better yet, let's jab you up while we pray. Hey, 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 the deacon, go grab the crackers and the blood, the wine, I mean. So religion is something that is one of the biggest manipulative systems 
I mean, look at the average Christian. Some are aware of what's going on. Some are just in a stupor because they're under curses, because they're brainwashed, because the idolatry is too heavy. That they haven't even read their own book. You know how many people in my family, in my friend group, in my life that have been exposed? People 20, 30 years older than me, even older, always were the ones pushing religion and Christianity and Jesus, Jebus and all of these other demigods down my throat only to come to find out that they don't even understand their own book. They've never even finished the book front to back. And if they have, what did they get out of it? Did they look at any other books to, to see whether what they were reading was true? Did they even pray to the Most High to ask for clarity, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, for direction, guidance, and leadership? What, what did they? Because I've had so many people who are manipulated trying to manipulate me into falling for their wickedness, to following their idols, their gods, and getting upset with me, gossiping about me, slandering my name, trying to throw dirt on me, anything that they can do to try to build themselves up and, and put me down. And I'm at this point, I take it in stride. I don't let it offend me. I don't let it affect me. I have full control of my emotions. That's why I'm at a point in my life where there's nothing that can stop me when it comes to this righteousness, this truth. There's nothing other than the Most High. And people are seeing that. This truth is going to continue to come out. I'm going to continue to research. I'm going to continue to study. I'm going to continue to be outspoken. I'm going to continue to share the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that the Most High gave to me with you all and continue to collaborate with other righteous brothers and sisters. And I'm going to continue to maneuver around the manipulation that is widespread. When you begin to exercise your own brain and think for yourself, the ability for you to be manipulated is drastically lowered. And you, in a sense, become a threat. A threat to those who mean you harm. And we can't be so naive to think that everybody in our life cares for us and loves us the way that we love care and love for them that's not the case we can't be naive to think that because that puts you in harm's way that actually puts you in danger to think that people need to prove consistently time and time again that they value you that they care for you that they love you because our relationship is built upon that you give and reciprocate and you receive you know many people have been so deeply indoctrinated into the education financial government healthcare and religious systems that manipulation becomes second nature to them why wouldn't it 
if their whole entire life they've been in the belly of the beast, so to speak. You know, we always say that the belly of the beast is strictly for Hollywood or the music industry or entertainers or the politics, government, all that. No, it's Babylon. That's the belly of the beast. We live in Babylon. All of these systems, see, they have their higher up system for all the bloodlines. And then we have our low tier system. And it's all based upon idol worship and manipulation. You best believe it. It's all based upon that. That's the only way that it works from top to bottom and bottom to top. And that's why you see so many people around you, especially when you come into the truth. I have a close friend of mine who, him and I have always been in the truth. We've always been seeking the truth, even since we were younger. Even if a lot of the stuff that we found was just deception, trying to keep, throw us off track and distract us, at least we were thinking for ourselves. And him and I have always come under scrutiny from our group of friends. Because the reason why I know that is because I've had friends who talk about this friend of mine and say, oh, you, that conspiracy, this, that, that crazy, like, did you hear that he said this? And I, I always I always peep game how people talk about other people. Because if they're willing to talk about other people so openly, they're, they're talking about you. People try to manipulate outcomes all the time. They try to manipulate the perception in which other people view you all the time because they themselves are fearful and may lack in many areas of their life. And you really think about it, all the elites, all this whole system is based off deception and manipulation. And when you really think about that, that's really weak. There's no strength in that. It's actually kind of pathetic when you break it down, how these Nephilim, how these wicked elites how even the guard dogs of Babylon, the low tier people, the people that they call useless eaters, can only rely on deception and manipulation. They're not creative. They're not unique. They're doing all, they're all mimicking each other just like a herd. It's just like a sheep, a group of sheep. It's nothing unique about that because that's why they have to use deception and manipulation. It's because the real ones the real children of the Most High, we are made to be creative. We are made to be st strong mentally, physically, and spiritually. We are meant to uphold the creation of the Most High and lead, lead by example for those around us. And many people don't like that. Many people do not like somebody who's confident enough to stand up and say, hey, I'm a leader. I got this. I can take over. And then that person shows up and does exactly what they say they're going to do. So even this friend, they know who they are. They're definitely listening to this episode. Shout out to them because they put it on my heart to talk about this episode. Other than the most high, obviously, but they put it on my heart. We spoke, we had a deep conversation about some things going on. And I'll get to that here shortly. But I've, I've met very few people in my life who truly truly want to think for themselves and break free mentally and physically and spiritually in Babylon and as I spoke about in the episode of compassion I I'm navigating using compassion it doesn't mean the truth doesn't need to be said even the family and friends I have that refuse to look into things for themselves refuse to listen to me after all this time after all these years after a decade plus of explaining to people that the world's getting worse and being called crazy being called as conspiracy theorists oh did you hear Braun did this Braun looked into this after all of that flack 
I still have compassion for people. I still don't wish the the worst for them or would congratulate or be happy to see them at a low point. No, I don't find any joy out of that. There's nothing funny about somebody struggling, somebody going through calamity. I, I don't maneuver that way. I don't know about you. Some people are like that. That's I stay away from people like that. The minute you show me, you show me who you are, I believe it. Real talk. I really don't have room to allow any type of manipulation into my life because I have a mission. I have a destiny. I have goals. When the Most High set me on this, it's something that I have to put my heart, my mind, and my soul into. Regardless of what family or friends have to say, regardless of what the outside world has to say, because you'll see, you'll see that the outside world, the majority of people know that they've made mistakes. For instance, instance, this this vaccine, many people who have taken the mark of the beast have started to catch on to the lies. Even the media has been showing you all of the lies. I mean, think about, for instance, how they lied to the people in the fall, last fall, and said, you know, once you take that vaccine, you know, the vaccinated can take off the mask, they can travel, they can do this, that, and the third, only for them to come out and say, well... You know, you still need to keep the mask on. You still need a social distance. As far as traveling, you still need to get tested. You know, oh, by the way, oh, yeah, some of you are still catching this boogeyman fake virus, too, who got vaccinated. So what was even the point of taking the vaccine? What, you just ran to them to save you? You didn't consult with the Most High. You didn't listen to the warnings of the people in your life who warned you. You didn't even look. You didn't even spend one minute to go look up any information for yourself. You know, people are so brainwashed by science that they'll say, oh, well, where are the case studies? I've had people say that to me. I'm like, what do you mean the case studies? Again, you're in idolatry. Again, you're being manipulated. You think these quote unquote scientists are actually doing anything? The ones who gave you evolution? That said that, that you came from an ape? When you can just go up to your local zoo and see an ape and it'll probably wave at you? That's who you came from? The same people that tell you that the sun is 93 million miles away, but somehow you can see the sun clear as day. So so all of a sudden we can see 93 million miles. The same people that say that you're spinning thousands of miles per hour. You don't even feel it, nothing, you're good. See, this is this is manipulation. People have been so manipulated that it's as if once you break free as a man or a woman, once you start to break free and think for yourself, it's like you still have to deal. It's not like you're just dealing with Babylon and this oppressive and wicked system. You got to deal with family and friends because they are like like little stormtroopers for Babylon. They are guard dogs. They they are gatekeepers. They even they even uphold the system. And it's eye-opening once you start to realize it. And nobody said that the narrow path of the righteous was going to be easy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know how many you know how many transformations I've had just in two years, just in five years of coming into what I thought the Torah as being the one hundred percent truth, to now coming up to where I'm at now and realizing that even that is full of deception and manipulation. 
the vast majority of it, 80, 90% of it is full of deception and manipulation. And it's here to bamboozle and deceive and distract me. But I continue to sift through the weeds. The Most High continues to direct, guide, and lead me because I am aligned and connected with the Most High. When you are, when you are doing the best of your abilities to follow the laws, the statutes, the commandments, and not pick and choose and cherry pick which ones you want, then the Most High is going to give you that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It may not be right away, but there's so many moments in my life where I'm like, wow. And the Most High will deliver wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to me. And it's such a, it's like the, the timing is always perfect because it's the Most High's timing. When you allow the Most High to be in your everyday, in your every thoughts, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, your life will change. Your actions will change. It will become a habit. It'll become you. And the chances of you being manipulated are slim to none. Yeah, you might be deceived, but you're going to be better off than the people who went and took that vaccine, who claim to be Christians, who claim to be Catholics or Muslims or Baptists or this, that, and the third. You're going to be much better off than people like that. And really, when you think about it, a lot of people who know that they got tricked into that vaccine want to manipulate us into taking it. That's what's next. That's what we have to look forward to. I'm not going to even say look forward to in a positive way, but that's what we know that's down the road. That the vaccinated are going to turn on us. The unvaccinated. Even if they know deep down that we were right. They're going to be pissed off that they didn't listen. They're going to be pissed off that they mocked or scoffed us or laughed at us or insulted us or gossiped or slandered us. They're going to be absolutely livid, many people. And they're going to do whatever they can to try to manipulate us into making the same horrible decision. That's the worst mistake anybody could have made up to this point. It doesn't matter what you've done in your life. If you've taken that, that has to be the worst mistake outside of like an everyday person you know what i mean that's got to be your worst mistake and you know the manipulation tactics are already here and i'm going to speak on that in different episodes because it's a topic that i really don't enjoy getting into because this whole pandemic is so obviously fake that it just gets it just gets old it's like beating a dead horse but it's so incredibly important to talk about because you know what i started to notice even truthers or people that I used to connect with or, you know, f learn from don't even mention what's going on in the world, the mark of the beast. They just not even a peep. And that's a sign of manipulation. When you are conscious of wickedness and evil and you're not making it aware to other people, that's manipulation. It's insidious. It's you're trying to have your own advantage and put somebody else at a disadvantage when you know that you could help them. But like, again, I said, these indoctrination systems, the fact that money is their God, their idols are their God, then they're not going to turn on them. They're going to keep you second guessing. They're going to keep you distracted. They're going to keep your attention over here when it should be on getting closer to the most high and aligning with the laws, the statutes, the commandments. 
and seeking justice, righteousness, and truth in everything that you do and exposing wickedness. They're not going to, that's, that's, you're going to be spending your time. You're going to be wasting your time when you, we should all be preparing right now. Why do you think I put out the episodes of the, the world ahead, the series and preparation, that series as well? That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we're supposed to be aware of. You know, and it's unfortunate because I have so many people that I love and care for that just absolutely refuse to look into the things that's right in front of them. And I've backed off. Nobody, no, none of my friends can say that I've ever pushed this podcast on any of them. None of them. None. You know why? Because I've already gone through the gossip and the slander for years and I just kept quiet it's led me to understand that the less somebody knows about you and what you're doing the less that they can manipulate you so I don't let people in like that anymore really it's not a knock on anyone it's just what I've learned through trial and error in my life and what I know I need to apply Because we've all been manipulated. We are every day by the system, by this rat race. By the people who are openly trying to kill you right now. Sending people door to door. Knocking on your door and saying, hey, we're here to help you. When in fact, they're here to kill you. That's insane to me. But it's the reality of a situation. And we must be aware and awake to that reality. You know, so many people run away from reality, man. I'm telling you. It's just, it's disheartening. It's like, you know how many people I've come across in the last year and a half that I'll, I'll give them, I'll even give them sources. It's not like it's just coming out of my mouth. I'll give them sources and they'll literally say, that's not true. Not even looking into it. That's not true. And to me, that's the biggest disservice you can do to yourself is only looking at one side of the story only looking at the narrative given to you by your elites and the herd mentality. Oh, because everybody else did it, you're going to do it? You know that old saying, if your friends jumped off a bridge with you? Most people are going to be like, obviously not. They're going to think you're crazy for even asking it. But yet, they don't even live by that. The, the phrase, don't trust strangers that we've all more than likely been taught as kids and then teach our own kids people are so gung-ho about that in certain situations but when it comes to their own life and what they're taking in no they just forget about it oh i'm just gonna trust you know this dude on tv that i have no idea who they are i've never met them i'm just gonna trust them right you see the manipulation is so prevalent prevalent in all aspects of our society that it bleeds into even everyday people and the elites know this they've been doing this for for the whole entire time manipulating everything that they can from our history to our foods to our air to our water to our animals, to our, our ecosystems and habitats and nature. Everything, all the way down to our weather. Everything is manipulated. Everything. 
You gotta remember, this is Babylon, man. I don't understand. I do understand because I know it's idolatry. I just say that, you know, just to say it. But the idolatry just blows me away because I'll be having those moments where I'll just be so thankful to the Most High because it's like, yo, my life literally was in danger for years, the way I was living. The levels of manipulation that were on me and how I was perpetrating that manipulation onto other people for my own selfish gains. It's things to think about. And let's look at the definition of manipulation. To control or play upon by artful, unfair, or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage. The action of influencing or controlling someone or something to your advantage, often without anyone knowing it. Synonyms, exploit, play upon. So when we break that down, obviously that's exactly how this Babylonian government systems are. They influence you. They try to control you to their advantage. They are artful, unfair, and insidious in their tactics. They exploit and play upon you. Everything. We got to be aware of these things, brothers and sisters. We have to be aware of these things. According to the samplias.com article entitled The Power of Manipulation and Fear in George Orwell, 1984. Before I get into this, this was a movie that my woman had suggested we watched. She had heard about it. The movie 1984, I highly recommend it. It's basically based upon a dystopian society similar to like Nazi Germany, where propaganda is one of the biggest tools for this this, this regime to use tyranny on people through fear and through manipulation and through control so that the people are just useless eaters and drones and accept war, accept genocide, accept destruction. They, they, they don't accept love or care or righteousness, none of that, truth, none of that. So I just wanted to get into that. And that movie was actually based upon a, 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 a book. So let me get into it. The Power of Manipulation and Fear in George Orwell, 1984. In quote, when you give the government the power to control the money supply, it grows like a tumor until it extinguishes society itself. And that was a quote by Stefan Molyneux. In George Orwell's novel, 1984, it is evident Orwell is trying to emphasize the dangers of having a totalitarian government which can ultimately lead to a future dystopia. The government of 1984, also known as Big Brother, addressed the task of controlling people through two main techniques, fear and manipulation. As time goes on and Oceania's population increases, the party keeps on discovering new methods to keep their people under their power. In the novel, the party deploys surveillance, doublethink, and newspeak as tactics to manipulate and scare the population to eliminate their freedom to think for themselves. 
Similar to the quote used in the beginning of this essay, the party has gained a sufficient amount of power, allowing them to take over the city and extinguish the beauty of human nature. Power itself can have many beneficial factors and isn't always considered a negative thing. It's when the power lies in the wrong hands and is combined with abuse and manipulation that a problem arises. Psychological manipulation is like brainwashing in that it wears away the victim's self-confidence, sense of self-worth, trust in their own perceptions, and self-concept. Eventually, the recipient of the abuse loses all sense of self. And before we continue, you know, this just a few paragraphs in, this hits so many points that we've talked about, brothers and sisters. The indoctrination systems, how government uses fear and manipulation. Think about just this paragraph right here. The party deploys surveillance. Don't we have a lot of surveillance now? Don't we have a ton of censorship? and gatekeeping and propaganda. It says double, double think and new speak as tactics to manipulate and scare the population to eliminate their freedom to think for themselves. That's exactly what the tell live vision is. That's exactly what these news radio, radio shows and all of this stuff is about. That's exactly what your entertainers and celebrities and scientists and experts and so-called leaders and politicians and presidents are all about. They're all pawns to make you lose your ability to think for yourself. And when you lose your ability to think for yourself, you lose your free will. And what happens when you lose your free will? You lose your soul. What did I say before? We are at a battle for our souls. So this is deeper than people may even imagine. Oh, why would the government want to do that to us? You need to start thinking because you are way behind in the game if you think that way. Let me continue. In George Orwell's 1984, the party strives to maintain control over Oceania. In order to achieve this goal, the party manipulates every source of information, editing and modifying all historical records of the past and creating a new language to refrain from rebellious thoughts. The party is aware that language is a means of communication. Therefore, when a language is changed and one's vocabulary is limited, the expression of feeling and ideas is oppressed, limiting the ways in which people can express themselves and interpret others. And what have we said before? Language is a spell. English is a spell language, one of the biggest spell languages, if not the biggest, because arguably it's the most widely used where you could be signing terms and conditions and just the wording means double and multiple things that you're not aware of what you're getting yourself into. Article goes on to state, don't you see that the whole aim of Newspeak is to narrow the range of thought? In the end, we shall make thought crime literally impossible because there will be no words in which to express it. In the beginning of the novel, Winston meets with one of his friends, Seam, in charge of writing the 11th edition of Newspeak. During his meeting, he elaborates on how the new dictionary will weed out words deemed unnecessary and therefore shrink the potential for free thought and emotion in the form of words. 
Newspeak is aimed to eliminate words like rebellion, and in time, the meaning would be forgotten. In society, vocabulary is considered a way to measure intelligence. Therefore, by eliminating words in the English language, the party can eliminate individual intelligence in people, with no one having the capability to develop any negative thoughts and challenge the party, they will be unstoppable, maintaining their power and control. Throughout generations, it has been proven multiple times that people depend on their understanding of history to make judgments about their present. If one can control the past, they could control the way people interpret the present and future. The party recognizes this and uses it as another weapon to manipulate Oceania into thinking Big Brother is never wrong. What do you think about our government now? Always, always pointing the finger at us or another country when they're all together. Oh, it's China's fault. It's always China. It's Russia. It's China. It's North Korea. You know, that's stupid, man. It's they're all the same. How can you sit here and look around at a lie, a hoax of COVID-19, no virus? but every country's partaking in it. And then you're gonna say, oh, this country's doing this, that, and the third, and we're not? Come on, people. You gotta start using your brain. They're making you think that they're never wrong, that they're innocent. They call the United States treats you. They, they blame you for everything that they do. They create the chaos and then they run in with the order. And the minute that you, you sign the terms and conditions and you agree, they're gonna continue to lead you down a rabbit hole and mess with you, have you chasing your tail. And then it's always your fault. Look how much they've botched this whole entire pandemic, but yet they're never wrong. And, you know, just in the words of Fauci, the science changes when science is not supposed to change. Like, that's when I know people don't think for themselves. When when if you were going to use that as an excuse, you would realize that, wait a minute, science is supposed to be absolute. So how can something be absolute and then change? That means you guys have never gotten to the answer yet because there's nothing there. So they're never wrong. And people still defend this because they're manipulated. I'm gonna continue on. And so it was with every class of recorded fact, great or small, everything faded away into a shadow world in which finally, even the date of the year had become uncertain. Winston, the protagonist of the book, is a worker at the record department of the Ministry of Truth, which handles all media messages and propaganda. His task is to rewrite historical documents in order to match with Big Brother's ideologies. What is considered yesterday's history could be changed in a heartbeat, if not matched with Big Brother's words, in which he could never be wrong. Unlike the other citizens of Oceana, Winston slowly comes to the realization that Oceana is under a spell of manipulation, and what is told as Big Brother's truth is actually to lie, to deceive everyone. The past is always controlled and modified into something that will strengthen the state, not by actual facts that could weaken or destroy it. The truth isn't based off of real events and facts, the truth is what the government says it is. Unfortunately, this is just another way the party endures power and control over Oceana, manipulating and scaring a group of human beings into a group of robots, which are to be brainwashed to ever defy Big Brother. Since the moment we were born, society has shaped us on who we are today. 
in fear of not being an outcast. We followed like sheep what others do, how others think, and how others feel. We have been trained to think if we don't fit in, we're bound to get into serious trouble. And think about that. We've already spoken on the herd mentality. We've already spoken on the sheep mindset of people. The manipulation is so great, and that's why it has to start from the cradle to the grave. That's the only way that we can maintain, they can maintain that control amongst us. People need to wake up to the manipulation because it's deep. article goes on to state in george orwell's 1984 the party implements fear as a weapon to move people to do anything no matter how nonsensical it is think about the pandemic the party maintains an atmosphere where everyone is under surveillance and is capable of this thanks to the help of telescreens telescreens the telescreen is designed to monitor every movement and capture every conversation between party members, whether they are at home, work, or in some public place. The citizens of Oceania live in constant fear of being arrested, tortured, or vaporized for plotting against Big Brother. Fear runs so deep in Winston that he isn't even comfortable in his own home and must never let his guard down. He can never get over the stress of getting caught in one of rebellious acts and being vaporized by the thought police. Telescreens control the people and keep them from breaking the rules as they are aware Big Brother is always watching. They are a lot less likely to plot against Big Brother as they fear they will indeed get caught. So the importance of understanding your environment and the reality of the world is paramount to your survival. It really is. People really, really love their governments. I've had a family member say, oh, you're anti-government, aren't you? And I was like, okay, you can call me whatever you want. If that's supposed to be an insult, I'll take it. Of course I am. I'm anti anything that has authority, dominion, or governance over me that is, isn't the most high. Because if it's not the most high and it's not, it doesn't even matter if it is the most high. Nothing should have authority, dominion, or governance over you at all. Especially a system that's not righteous, a system that's completely wicked and vile. And people need to wake up to that. According to the PersonalLiberty.com article entitled How to Overcome Mass Propaganda and Manipulation, written by Bob Livingston and published on June 4, 2019. The greatest challenge to our liberty and to our success at survival is to overcome the propaganda of government and its politicians and bureaucrats. Governments must destroy the identity of the individual and subvert him to the mass conscious and control by the state. Hence, 
government authority and propaganda seeks to fade the individual into group consciousness. We are the most conditioned, programmed beings the world has ever known. Not only are our thoughts and attitudes continually be sh being shaped and molded, our very awareness of the whole design has been erased. Few question anything. Almost everything you think and do is against your best interest, and you don't even realize it. It's planned that way. The state seeks absolute control of your mind, body, and spirit. Can the state succeed? It has, but only a precious few ever know. One important thought here, a person's IQ or education level has absolutely nothing to do with their perception of reality. Higher education is higher brainwashing. Sometimes it seems that the more education, the bigger the fool. So how do we escape this programmed existence? First, we must recognize and acknowledge the actual goal of government is conformity and control, and that the mainstream media and the education system are equal partners in the mass brainwash of individuals. Next, we must understand the various ways in which the system manipulates and programs us without our awareness. For as long as there has been human language, humans have been using it to manipulate one another. The fact that it is possible to skillfully weave a collection of symbolic mouth noises together in such a way as to extract flavors, concessions, votes, and consent from other humans has made manipulation so common that it now pervades our society from top to bottom. From personal relationships between two people to international relationships between government agencies and the public. This has made it very difficult to figure out what's going on, both in our lives and in the world. Here are 32 suggestions for navigating this complex manipulation-laden landscape, whether it be for navigating the manipulations you may encounter in your small-scale personal interactions or the large-scale manipulations which impact the entire world. And I'm going to go through just a few of these. Number one, understand the fact that humans are storytelling animals and that whoever controls the story controls the humans. Mental narrative dominates human consciousness. Thought is essentially one continuous churning monologue about the self and what it reckons is going on in its world. And that monologue is composed entirely of mental stories. These stories can and will be manipulated on an individual scale by people who we encounter and on a mass scale by skillful propagandists. We base our actions on our mental assessments of what's going on in the world, and those mental assessments can be manipulated by narrative control. Number two, be humble and open enough to know that you can be fooled. Your cognitive wiring is susceptible to the same hacks as everyone else and manipulators of all sorts are always looking to exploit these vulnerabilities. It's not shameful to be deceived, it's shameful to deceive people. Don't let shame and cognitive dissonance keep you compartmentalized away from considering the possibility that you're, you've been duped in some way. Number three, watch people's behavior and ignore the stories they tell about their behavior. This applies to people in your life, to politicians and to governments. Narratives can 
be easily manipulated and distorted in many ways, while behavior itself, when examined with as much objectivity as possible, cannot be. Pay attention to behavior in this way, and eventually you start noticing a large gap between what some people's actions say and what their words say. Those people are the manipulators. Distrust them. Number four, be suspicious of people who keep telling you what they are and how they are because they're trying to manipulate your narrative about them. Be doubly suspicious of people who keep telling you what you are and how you are because they're trying to manipulate your narrative about you. Number five, learn to see how trust and sympathy are used by manipulators to trick people into subscribing to their narratives about what's going on. Every manipulator uses trust and or sympathy as a primer for their manipulation because if you don't have trust or sympathy for them, you're not going to mentally subscribe to their stories. This is true of mass media outlets. It's true of State Department press releases, which implore you to have sympathy for the people of Nation X. And it's true of family members and coworkers. Once you spotted a manipulator, your task is to kill off all of your sympathy for them and your trust in them, no matter how hard they start playing the victim to suck you back in. Number six, be suspicious of anyone who refuses to articulate themselves clearly. Ward saladine is a tactic notoriously used by abusive narcissists because it keeps the victim confused and unable to figure out what's going on. If they can't get a clear handle on what the manipulative abuser is saying, they can't form their own solid position in relation to it, and the abuser knows this. Insist on lucid communication, and if it's refused to you, remove trust and sympathy. Apply this to people in your life, to government officials, and to HN propaganda constructs. Number seven. Familiarize yourself with cognitive biases, the glitches in human cognition, which cause us to perceive things in a way that is not rational. Pay special attention to confirmation bias, the backfire effect, and the illusionary tru truth effect. Humans have an annoying tendency to seek out cognitive ease in their information gathering and avoid cognitive dissonance. Rather than seeking out what's true, regardless of whether it brings us cognitive ease or dissonance, this means we tend to choose what we believe based on whether believing it is psychologically comfortable, rather than whether it's solidly backed by facts and evidence. This is a weakness in our cognitive wiring, and manipulators can and do exploit it constantly. And again, be humble enough to know that this means you. Number eight, trust your own understanding above anyone else's. It might not be perfect, but it's a damn sight better than letting your understanding be controlled by narrative managers and dopey partisan groupthink, or by literally anyone else in a narrative landscape that is saturated with propaganda and manipulation. You won't get everything right, but betting on your own understanding is the very safest bet on the table. It can be intimidating to stand alone and sort out the truth from the false by yourself, on an instance-by-instance instance basis, but the alternative is giving someone else authority over your understanding of the world, abdicating your responsibility to come to a clear understanding of what's going on in your world is a shameful, cowardly thing to do. Be brave enough to insist that you are right until such time as, you're, as you yourself come to your own understanding that you are wrong. Number nine, Understand that propaganda is the single most overlooked and underappreciated aspect of our society. 
Everyone's constantly talking about what's wrong with the world, but hardly any of these discussions are centered around the fact that the public been manipulated into supporting the creation and continuation of these problems by mass media pr propaganda. The fact that powerful people are constantly manipulating the way we think, act, and vote should be at the forefront of everyone's awareness, not regulated to occasional discussions in fringe circles. Number 10. Respect the fact that the science of modern propaganda has been in research and development for over a century. And what did I say in the episode of Propaganda and other episodes? We already broke this down. This just confirms what we know. And that goes back to the point of number eight. Trust your own understanding above anyone else's. If you have that gut instinct, go with it. Allow the Most High to direct, guide, and lead you. 9.5 times out of 10, you're going to be correct. And if you're not, you're going to be humble enough to go with the truth because that's what you want. Author goes on to state, Think of all the military advancements that we have made in the last century to get an idea of how sophisticated this science now must be. They are far, far ahead of us in terms of research and understanding of the methods of manipulating the human psyche toward ends which benefit the powerful. If you ever doubt that the narrative managers could be advanced and cunning enough to pull off a given manipulation, you can lay that particular doubt to rest. Don't underestimate them. I'm going to stop there. This article is already incredible. I highly recommend looking into it, and I obviously will link it. It hit on so many points. It's just right to the point. How the author said it's cowardly to allow someone or something to shape your perception of the world, and it really is. Think about in the episode of Fear. How the majority of people just live in this fear because they don't want to look at the truth and they refuse to look at the truth. They don't want the cognitive dissonance to kick in. They hate that that emotional push where they know the truth is being presented, but that would mean that they have to look into it. That would mean that they'd have to face it. That, that would mean that they'd have to be courageous. Just think about that. According to the CitizensJournal.us article entitled Breaking the Chains of COVID-19 Deception and Manipulation Written by J J Judy Bruce and published on November 1st, 2020 On October 18th, I wrote an email to the top officials of the Ventura County Public Health Department regarding sub-disturbing answers they gave on their recovery website. There were two Q&As in particular that I would like to address regarding following mandate mandatory orders. Question one, is this order mandatory? What happens if I don't comply? Their questionable answer, yes, it is a legally enforceable order and that is that it is against the law and that it is punishable by a fine or imprisonment. Question two, can I have people over to my home? Answer, their first response was no. Apparently there was a big pushback. So now there is a referral to the state issued guidance. Both answers promote isolation. More on that later. The first thing that came to my mind and I told them so are you out of your minds? 
You say there is a deadly virus on the loose. I believe it is a setup and a con to make us think we are protected, unprotected, unless you are you protect us. You are the sellers and we are the buyers. It is a protection racket. Weaponization of language. In regards to the first Q&A, I asked them, how did a directive or order or guidance magically become a law? Newsflash, an order, directive, or guidance is nothing more than a recommendation. But since you had the nerve to publish it on your website, please show me the law that is on the books and please provide the penal code. If you don't respond to me within a week, I will assume you acquiesce that there is no law. I will also make sure the public knows you are intentionally lying to them in order to manipulate, intimidate, and create fear. Oh, and by the way, another newsflash, we are not in a state of emergency as if we ever were. How can we be in a state of emergency when we are in a recovery? End of email. So what makes the order mandatory and how can it be enforced? Well, of course they did not respond. So that is proof there is no law which means nothing is mandatory and it cannot be enforced. How can something be against the law and punishable by a fine or imprisonment if there is no law or penal code? This is an example of how language is used to confuse, and it is a powerful, deceptive tool of the enemy. In the legal word world, the use of this kind of language, trickery, i.e. sleight of hand, is key. It is used all the time to give the illusion that two words mean the same thing. In this case, they want us to think that a order means the same thing as law. They count on people being uninterested, distracted, and lazy, and mentally conditioned to want the government to do the thinking for them. Regarding social gatherings, to say no one can come to your house or limit to three households less is better is a form of intimidation and isolation knowing very well the implica implications result in spiritually and psychologically broken adult subjects to add to that besides from outright execution by gas bullet or rope what is the more severe form of punishment for most violent and unruly citizens of the state isolation which is the antithesis of humanity's interpersonal nature. What's left? A shell of a body to be manipulated, handled and managed forcefully. The society has been consumed by a spirit of anxiety. Death is their only concern and obsession. They have been conditioned to believe that the state is their only savior. It is a well-known catalyst for manipulation when the mind is hysterically driven to its limits by anxiety. They become detached broken and nervously codependent, disoriented and desperate. Summary, all tyranny rests on popular consent. We reject this lunatic non-reality. Keeping freedom now is the great challenge. Cast off your chains, do not obey. You know, this is the type of person I would shake their hand and have a conversation with, honestly. We need more people like this who think for themselves and actually question and get to the root of it. Think about it. They they are lying to you. They are manipulating with words. They're telling us 
oh, there's executive orders and this, that, and the third. And this person's questioning it and even asking them to provide the law and the penal code. And they don't respond. You know, if more people thought this way, if more people weren't manipulated, none of this would have ever happened. How they can tell you how many family members you can be around. And people ran with it. I've had friends tell me to my face, I, I haven't seen my mom or my grandma or a family member for over a year. And I just look at them. I'm like, I pity you. That's really dumb because life is short. That person could have died. And you just wasted all of that time over your own asinine mindset. And then, you know, the art, the, the author goes on to state, you know, all tyranny rests on popular consent. What did I say in the episode of comply or die, or even in the episode of covenants? That's why I'm not here afraid or fearful. That's why I'm not allowing any sensationalism in the so-called truth communities to get to me because yeah, they're doing, they're going door to door, but I have the most high. I am preparing. I know that I, no one has any authority, dominion, or governance over me. So I'm not afraid of any of that. And we need more people who stand up for this and stand up for others because it's not just standing up for yourself. You're standing up for others. That's compassion. That's selflessness. You know, and we already know about propaganda. We've already spoken about the Smith Month Modernization Act. How many times? How many times did we speak about that? We know propaganda is legal. I've shown that to people and they just seemingly just blink an eye and they just look at me, blank stare. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, population's legal and you're still just looking at me, not even caring, still listening to the same television, the same people with suggestions. And now that we better understand how we've been manipulated by our, our Babylonian Nephilim beast, soulless government societies, Let's look into how the indoctrination systems of education, financial, government, healthcare, and religion tr trickle down into each and every single one of us. The ones that are not a part of the bloodlines, the ones that are not in high ranks. Because the manipulation has to trickle down so that we treat each other like trash, so that we're distracted, so that we're always consistently in calamity, so that we're never aligned or connected with the Most High, or even aligned or connected with each other. According to the Life Lessons .co article entitled, 33 Ways People Try to Manipulate You. Do you hate manipulative behavior as much as I do? Be it bitches and bullies, sociopaths and sweet talkers, the world is full of people who will say and do anything to get what they want and won't hesitate to use you for personal gain. If you hate manipulative behavior as much as I do, then this article is for you because I'm going to expose these manipulative tactics so that you can recognize them when they arise. Manipulation, noun, control or influence, a person or situation, cleverly or unscrupulously, Oxford Dictionary to control or play upon by unfair or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage, so as to serve one's purpose. Merriam-Webster. 
acting so number 33 i'm not going to go through all of them i'll read you know a few and of course link it at number 33 acting as if they were above you some people are arrogant and narcissistic and will try to act as if they were somehow above you or better than you maybe they act like they are the adult and you are the child or maybe it comes in the form of condescending comments and facial expressions either way the message is clear they are the superior and you are the inferior in order for the strategy to work however you have to go along with it and buy into it refuse to know this no one is above you no one is better than you no one is superior to you you are not inferior to anyone you are not less than anyone don't allow anyone to talk down to you and that leads to us to the next point number 32 condescending comments tonality sometimes people will try to talk down to you using a condescending patronizing or dismissive tone in an attempt to belittle you don't be silly don't be stupid you're being ridiculous it's not just condescending comments and tonality that people use to manipulate you either hollywood and tv has everyone whispering their lines these days for dramatic effect as if they were letting you in on some kind of secret and master influencers persuaders sales people frequently use tonality to sell the sizzle and to build rapport and influence people number 31 jokes at your expense another tactic used by manipulators is making jokes at your expense especially in front of others maybe they tease you online or seek to humiliate you in front of others by making fun of the way you walk, talk or dress or even worse about something you can't control such as your eyes, nose, ears, face, height or skin color. Sticks and stones will break your bones but words but names will never hurt you. BS. Words can be devastating. To make things worse, if you get angry and ask a manipulator what their problem is, they'll often try to defend their behavior by saying they were only joking or having fun. They might even add insult to injury by telling you that you're being overly emotional or too sensitive. They might even give you an insincere apology to shut you up in the attempt to stop you from complaining. I'm sorry you feel that way. Number 30 dirty looks and deaf stares sometimes a picture or a facial expression paints a thousand words be aware of any of the following aggressive slash condescending facial expressions used to try to intimidate and manipulate you into backing down and giving in condescending head tilt condescending look over glasses dirty looks and deaf stares extended eye contact without blinking or saying anything eye rolling looks of anger, disgust, hatred, hostility, judgment, outrage, etc., raising one eyebrow, shaking their head, smirking, winking, grinning with a condescending smug look of superiority that says, "I know something you don't know or I'm smarter than you." Number 29, being a bitch or a bully. Who do people bully? Why do people bully? Because it works. Most people are terrified of conflict and confrontation will do anything to avoid it and that's where bullies thrive. All a bitch or a bully needs to do is to start acting aggressive, hostile and threatening and make it seem like you have to walk on eggshells around them by combining body language, facial expressions and tonality to send a clear message, don't f with me or you'll be sorry. 
and 95% of people will immediately either avoid them or start kissing their asses in an attempt to befriend them for fear of confrontation. Bullying tactics vary too. They're not just physical. At school, a bully might use their size and the threat of physical violence to intimidate you. At work, your manager might try to intimidate you by directly or indirectly threatening your job security if you aren't willing to go the extra mile and be a team player, which can mean anything the manager wants it to mean, including working holidays, weekends, or overtime for no extra pay or doing something which is not a part of the job description. It's not always easy to stand up or walk away from a bully either. Although everyone has a fight or fight response, in the workplace you can't run and it's not always a good idea to fight, especially if the person bullying you is your manager. Number 28. Physical Intimidation If someone is considerably bigger, taller, or stronger than you, they might try to use their size to stand over you in an attempt to intimidate and threaten you. Because I'm short, five foot six, I've had many people try to intimidate me this way. It didn't work in my case because I've done martial arts, boxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and wrestling for over 10 years so I know I can handle myself in a fight or a worst case scenario. However, I would definitely see the average shorter slash smaller person feeling intimidated and threatened this way. If you often feel physically intimidated or threatened by others, I advise learning MMA, mixed martial arts, because it will teach you how to fight and defend yourself. And even if you never get into a fight, it's good to have up your sleeve in case you need it. And one thing you need to understand about physical intimidation, you know, they're going to historically say that this is something that only men do. And that's not the case. I'm assuming that this writer is a male since they got into all these types of, you know, defense classes you could say or or forms of discipline but even women will put their hands on men and they know they can get away with it it's just a form of manipulation think about feminism i was the only one that i know in my group of friends even years ago talking out against feminism because i knew it was all bs and i knew it was all manipulation where women could put their hands on you slap you hit you kick you spit in your face lie to you to the cop lie about you to the cops get you arrested even worse kill get you killed and there's no repercussions but if a man tries to defend himself say a woman is stabbing you and you punch her in the face she could spin the story or people would be like oh why would you hit her woman slaps you in the face or is punching you hits you in the nose and you're bleeding you're not supposed to defend yourself it's, it's just manipulation and i've seen it with even close friends who are going through it right now i've seen it i've seen it with my own two eyes even my family everything family friends i've seen it it's complete manipulation and it's wicked article goes on to state number 27 yelling yelling is another aggressive tactic used to try to intimidate and manipulate you instead of improving their argument some people will simply improve their volume and will start shouting and yelling at you or they will suddenly raise their voice and start talking much louder than necessary in an attempt to dominate the conversation and intimidate you into backing down 
and someone starts yelling or shouting at you or speaking much louder than necessary, I advise remaining calm and calling them out in a non-aggressive, non-emotional, non-submissive, matter-of-fact kind of way. 99% of the time, Actually, let me, let me let me actually go through how they break down a scenario. So you, this is like, imagine somebody's yelling at you. You, why are you yelling? Manipulator, because I'm angry, I'm pissed off. You, but why are you yelling? Manipulator, I just told you I'm angry. I'm pissed, I'm effed off. You, but why are you yelling? Because, insert reason. You, but why are you yelling? Manipulator, question. 99% of this time, this will embarrass the manipulator. And they'll become extremely self-conscious and uncomfortable and immediately lower their voice. Again, you want to ask this question calmly and matter-of-factly with a facial expression that displays genuine curiosity and inquisitiveness, not judgment. Number 26. Silent treatment. A favorite tactic of a woman everywhere. The good old silent treatment. If you can't get what you want, ignore them. And I wouldn't say, I mean, women definitely use the silent treatment, but we're not talking about dating here. Men use it as well. Number 25, ignoring you slash plain hard to get. Similar to the silent treatment is when someone makes a conscious effort to ignore you or play hard to get. Watch out for anyone who tries any of the following tactics. Acknowledges everyone in the room but makes a point of ignoring you. Acts bored slash disinterested slash inconvenienced whenever you try to speak to them as if they had more important things to deal with doesn't respond to any of your comments, questions, emails, phone calls, or messages, and is always unavailable or too busy whenever you need to speak to them, leaves the room when you enters, purposely avoids eye contact with you whenever you speak to them, refuses to acknowledge your existence. My advice to you is if someone ignores you, ignore them. If they take one step back from you, take 10 steps back from them. Or if you need to speak to them, call them on it and ask them what is their, their problem is. Number 24, guilt trips. A favorite pastime of mothers and manipulators the world over, the guilt trip. If someone won't do you, if someone won't do you what you want, make them feel guilty. I thought we were friends. I thought I could count on you. I can't believe how selfish you are. I've always been there for you, and now you can't even lift a finger to help me. Number 23, acting like a martyr slash victim. Acting like a martyr slash victim. Poor me. I'm so busy. I have so much work going on. I can't do anything right. Nothing I ever do is good enough. Number 22, using emotions. Some people are masters at emotional manipulation and won't hesitate to play with your emotions in order to get what they want. They'll, they'll tell you they love you, or they'll tell you they hate you, or they'll try to make you angry or, sa or sad or jealous. It doesn't matter. Whatever it takes to get what they want. Advertisers and the media in particular are the ultimate masters of emotional manipulation. They know if they can make you feel something, they, make, they can make you do something. So instead of wasting time trying to convince you logically, advertisers and the media manipulate you emotionally by showing you images of cute babies and puppies or abused animals and starving children, whatever it takes to pr produce the desired result. Passive-aggressive. Number 21, passive-aggressive. Manipulation isn't always direct and in your face. Sometimes it's indirect and subtle and can come in the form of passive aggression. When someone is afraid of speaking up and saying no or is resentful and having to do something they don't want to do, they may show their frustration by displaying a number of passive-aggressive behaviors. Avoiding slash ignoring someone. So, ign 
avoiding slash ignoring slash leaving someone out, avoiding responsibility, agreeing to help, and then doing a crappy job because you didn't want to do it, constantly being late and making others wait for you, disguised insults, that color actually looks good on you, or nice shoes, Dragging your heels and being unnecessarily difficult, forgetting to do something on purpose, playing dumb, pretending they don't understand, procrastinating, purposely avoiding emails, phone calls, messages, refusing to commit to anything or give a straight answer, resistance, sarcasm, saying one thing, doing another, sending mixed messages, shaking of the head, sighing, silent treatment, stubbornness, sulking. Number 20, purposely being difficult. Some people just have difficult personalities, and if they sense you want their approval, validation, slash friendship, they'll purposely withhold it in an attempt to manipulate you. The more agreeable you are, the more disagreeable they are. The more you seek approval, the more they will withhold it. I've met many people like this. I'm sure you have too. This type of person can only ever argue with you, but never ever agree. If you say black, they say white. If you say wrong, they say right. In fact, they'll go out of their way to be disagreeable and difficult, and not only will they never approve or validate anything you have to say, but they'll even try to argue with you when you have something they, are, they agree with, just for the sake of arguing. Yes, but, although, however, my advice is not to make any effort to befriend, build rapport, or win over these types of people. Most of them have shit personalities and aren't worth your time. Number 19, withholding approval, sex, validation, etc. Another favorite tactic of manipulators everywhere is conditional acceptance with strings attached. You only get approval, help, love, sex, validation, etc. If you say slash do slash agree to give the manipulator what they want. This tactic only works, however, if you have a habit of seeking approval and a validation from others, which I strongly advise against. When you seek approval from others, you give them power over you, and you give them the ability to manipulate your feelings and make you feel like a, feel like crap at a moment's notice whenever they feel like it. In other words, you become their bitch. Remember, what others can give you, they can also take away. If they can lift you up, they can also tear you down. And what if you seek, what if you seek approval from someone and they refuse to give it? What are you going to do to them? Try harder? Feel like crap? If someone doesn't accept you for who you are or treat you the way you would like to be treated, let them go. Say goodbye to bad rubbish. And I'm going to stop there, but ultimately that article is full of so many gems in terms of how people try to manipulate you. And this could be family. This could be friends. This could be coworkers. This could be strangers. It could be anything. And one thing that really stood out to me above all of the all the points that tied everything together the seeking of approval once we learn to be comfortable in our own skin and we know what we're about our flaws and all and we face who we are in the mirror as a man and we accept ourselves that builds confidence and then when you have confidence in yourself when you know where you're going you're not going to need to search for validation many of us have a search for validation. I have throughout a good portion of my life. I got validated through friendships. I got validated through so-called popularity. You know, so many things that were meaningless that were actually harming me. And that put pop that allowed people to have power over me. Even like it's 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 deep. It's very deep and we have to be aware of it. According to the learning slash mind.com article 
entitled 20 Most Common Manipulation Techniques Used by Predators, written by Joni Davies and published on April 5th, 2017. Manipulation techniques are a common tool. Psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, and other types of predators use to exert control over their victims. We all use manipulation at some point in our lives, whether it is it whether it be telling a little white lie to get out of a situation or using flattery to get what we want. For some people, however, using manipulation is a way of life and their first weapon in an arsenal of techniques to overpower their victims. Who is at risk from a predator? Predators use a range of manipulation techniques in order to control their victims, but they often target certain types of personalities. This is because they want to be able to easily manipulate a person, and particular vulnerabilities in a person lend themselves to manipulation. You are more likely to become a victim of a predator if you have low self-esteem, are naive, easy to please, lack an assertive native, and have no confidence in yourself. Here are 20 of the most common manipulation techniques. Number one, lying. Predators are constantly lying about practically everything in their life. They do this to wrong foot their victim and confuse them. Lying is one of the manipulation techniques psychopaths typically use because they have no qualms about it. Number two, not telling the whole story. This is a different this is different to lying as a predator will often keep a key part of the story to themselves in order to put their victim at a disadvantage. Number three, frequent mood swings. Never knowing what mood your partner is going to be in when you get home. Whether they'll be happy or angry is a very useful tool to the predator. It keeps their victim off balance and makes them more malleable. Number four, love bombing and devaluation. Narcissists typically use love bombing as a manipulation tactic. They'll go on a charm offense and get you hooked into thinking this is the best relationship ever. Then they'll drop you like a ton of bricks without explanation. Number five, punishment. This can include anything from constant nagging, shouting, the silent treatment, physical violence, and mental abuse. Number six, denial. Often the simplest way a predator will manipulate a person is by denying the thing they are accused of ever happening. Number seven, spinning the truth. How many times have politicians twisted the fact to suit themselves? The spinning of the truth is often used to disguise bad behavior by predators such as sociopaths. Number eight, minimizing. Where a predator will try and play down their actions as not important or damaging and shift the blame onto the victim or for overreacting. Number nine, plays the victim. The manipulator will then will themselves take on the role of victim in order to gain sympathy and compassion from those around them. We as humans are naturally drawn to helping people when they are suffering. Number 10, targets the victim. When a manipulator accuses the victim of wrongdoing, they are making the victim defend themselves while the predator is able to mask their own manipulation techniques. The focus is on the victim, not the accuser. Number 11, positive reinforcement. This includes buying expensive presents, praising them, giving money, constantly apologizing for their behavior, excessive charm, and paying lots of attention. Number 12, moves the goalpost. You might think you know where you stand with a person, but if they are constantly moving the goalposts in order to confuse you, then it's likely you're dealing with a predator. Number 13, diversion. Diverting the conversation away from the perpetrator's act and moving the conversation onto a different topic is a typical way predators manipulate their victims. Number 14, sarcasm. 
A predator will often be sarcastic about their victim in front of others. They do this to lower the self-esteem of the victim and to show how others how powerful they are. Number 15, guilt tripping. Someone who manipulates will often guilt trip their victim by saying that they don't care about them or that they are selfish or their life is easy. It all helps to keep that person confused and anxious. Number 16, flattery. Using charm, praise, or flattery, the victim is one way of gaining that person's trust. The victim is naturally happy to receive such compliments, but in doing so lowers their guard. Number 17, playing the innocent card. A true manipulator will feign utmost shock and confusion at being accused of any wrongdoing. Their surprise is so convincing that the victim may question their own judgment. Number 18, over-the-top aggression. Manipulators often use rage and aggression to shock their victims into submission. The anger is also a tool to shut down any further conversation on the topic, as the victim is scared but focused on controlling the anger, not the original topic. Number 19, isolation. It is far easier to keep a person under control if they are isolated from family members and friends who could shed some light and truth on the situation. Number 20, fiends love and empathy predators such as psychopaths and sociopaths do not know how to love someone other than themselves they cannot feel empathy but they can pretend to in order to inveigle others into their lives if you watch out for the above manipulation techniques you can keep yourself out of a predator's clutches and the article is just short but sweet but right to the facts and i know a lot of us could relate to a lot of the things in that article it just stands out You know, we have to be aware of the people in our lives. It's not that, it's not just, oh, our government is manipulative. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm good there. I just need to pay attention. No, you need to pay attention to everything and everyone in your life. According to the psychologytoday.com article entitled Three Reasons People Become Manipulative, written by Preston Nee and published on December 8th, 2019. Psychological manipulation can be defined as the utilization of undue power, social, relational, familial, sexual, financial, professional, etc., for the purpose of benefiting the manipulator at the expense of their victims. Willful psychological manipulation is different than healthy social influence in which there's a generally equitable exchange between individuals. In a psychologically manipulative relationship, one person exploits another for selfish and unscrupulous gain. Categories of manipulativeness include negative manipulation, persistent criticism, shaming, social exclusion, social pressure, hostile threats, positive manipulation, fake friendliness, insincere flattery, appeal to vanity, false promises, deception and intrigue, lying, cheating, stealing, unethical shortcuts, excuse making, blaming, dodging, responsibility, strategic helplessness, plain weak, plain martyr, guilt baiting and hostility, and abuse, bullying, temper tantrum, intimidation, physical slash mental slash emotional abuse. Why do manipulators manipulate? Chronic manipulation is often used as a survival mechanism to cope with a challenging or competitive environment, especially when one lacks relative power and control. 
Pathological manipulation may also be the result of family, social, societal, and professional conditioning. With this in mind, consider the three possible causes. A. Family history. Was the individual in question influenced by certain manipulative family members in his or her life? In the family dynamic, was there struggle for economic or social survivor, survival? Was there competition for power, control, love, and affection? Relational standing and acceptance, status and privilege, monetary and material resources, or other types of real or perceived advantage? Were there power struggles either between family members or against outsiders for greater leverage, influence, profit, or reward? Number B, or B, did the individual experience any social weaknesses and or disadvantages during her or his formative years? Did she experience exclusion in any way, socially, economically, culturally, professionally, and wanted to be, become part of the accepted norm? C, were there any social, professional, or societal norms which encouraged cunning, scheming, bargaining, haggling, exploiting human weaknesses, devising, Machiavellian ruthlessness or other forms of indirect influence of power? For example, some professions lend themselves much more to persuading people than others. Some societies normalize competitive bargaining and business and social interactions, while others do not. Certain affiliated groups have a, stand, a stated purpose of convincing others to see things from their vantage point. If an individual is strongly exposed to any of these influences, he or she may be internalized certain manipulative tactics into behavioral norms. Chronic manipulation often but not always emerges from a highly competitive environment in which various parties, family members, classmates, coworkers, social groups, societal affiliations, economic interests, jockey for power, influence, resources, and advantage, and where one feels a lack of direct and abundant power slash control over a situation. The manipulator, feeling a sense of deprivation, insufficiency, and disadvantage, or conversely, craving for more power, influence, and advantage, resorts to cunning and underhandedness in order to attain what he or she desires. Over time, this type of behavior can become chronic and habitual, with inevitable destructive consequences. In conclusion, manipulation often stating out as a survival or competitive instinct for self-preservation becomes a pathological act of exploitation and in worst cases abuse the strong alternatives to manipulativeness are self-awareness authenticity integrity constructive problem-solving capability and positive communication and relational skills and the reason why i speak on this is because it's not to give anybody an excuse for why they're manipulative it just ties in and connects why all of these indoctrination systems create that beast inside of people. The, the, the desire to be competitive, quote unquote, survive because they love because they're indoctrinated, they're brainwashed. So they're wired, hardwired to be that way. They are wired to lack compassion. They are wired to be selfish. Therefore, when they're selfish, it's easier for them to be manipulated to get a certain outcome at your expense or at the expense of others. You see how this is like a domino effect? So it's not giving them an excuse, but it it's good to know so that we're aware. When you know a lot about a person, whether that it could be your spouse, for instance, know as much about a person as possible. You have to. It's vital. According to the PS I Love You XYZ article entitled Three Reasons Why People Pleasing is a form of manipulation. 
written by Crystal Jackson and published on August 29th, 2020. I have been in relationships with manipulative people. They told me exactly what I wanted to hear to secure the relationship before changing entirely. It's the ultimate dating bait and switch, and it's been one of my pet peeves. But I didn't realize that I also have the capacity for manipulation. I've always thought of people pleasing as nice. Cowardly and conflict avoidant, yes, but also sort of nice. I truly believe that the only people person who suffered in the scenario was me. And since I was both cowardly and conflict avoidant, I deemed that an acceptable risk. In talking to a friend about the avoidance I was expecting, experiencing in addressing a conflict, she pointed out to me that being a people pleaser is also manipulative. While I sputtered out in an objection, she pointed out that people pleasing isn't honest, which means it's also not fair. fair. While I was trying to wrap my brain around that, she reminded me that it does a disservice to myself and to other people. My head didn't explode, but I did gain a new perspective. To break that down again, for those of us still trying to deny it, number one, people pleasing means that we're misrepresenting our true selves and feelings. In other words, we're being dishonest about who we are. Number two, people pleasing means that we're trying to manipulate outcomes through performative action, doing what we think will give us a desirable outcome and or avoid an unpleasant one. Number three, People pleasing means that we aren't giving the other person all the information they need to make decisions. In other words, we're lying by omission. By avoiding addressing a conflict, I was trying to manipulate the outcome. The other person didn't know how I was feeling because I wasn't communicating it. It was unfair to myself to keep ignoring my feelings because I was afraid of addressing them, but it was also unfair to the other person that I wasn't being honest about my experience. People pleasing is a way of controlling our environments and other people. While it's often born of trauma and hyper-vigilance, vigilance, continuing the pattern of people pleasing can create barriers to intimacy in our relationships. It also keeps us from being authentic. Honesty looks a lot like authenticity. The people in our lives don't actually need us to bend over backwards and do cartwheels to make them happy. They might think they need that, but they don't. What they really need and what they really and what we really need is to be holy ourselves. Otherwise, we're being just as manipulative as the person who joins a dating site, lies up a storm about who they are, and then only reveals their true selves later. It's easy to see how that behavior is a manipulation, but it's an entire mindset change when we accept that people pleasing is just as bad. If we were upfront in our relationships at the start of them. And I completely agree. It's that's one thing that I'm so glad that my father had grounded me in just always being myself and always speaking up. It's not that I'm not kind or I'm not caring or I'm not loving. It's just that I have a barrier of protection because I've never considered myself a people pleaser. I never will. In fact, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like when people are trying to charm me. I really don't. It really kind of bugs me and I see through it right away. I just let them do what they want to do, but I see through it. I don't like it. It's not genuine. And this article proves that there's so many ways in which people can manipulate. You've got to be vigilant. And like I said, the indoctrination systems are all interconnected, all connected to teach us how to manipulate and how vital manipulation is. Why do you think most people are like, oh, these politicians are selfish and they're liars and they manipulate? Well, where, where do you get those skills from? 
we still support these systems that we know are manipulative, that goes to show that there's a level of manipulation around the masses, that they accept manipulation. They even look at it as a skill. You know, the indoctrination systems teach us to lack compassion and promote selfishness. And selfishness, we know, turns into manipulation and it becomes habitual. That becomes who the person is. Think about that. You know, our society has switched over to leaning on manipulation to get ahead. That's all it is. Think about, they have books like The 48 Laws of Power, and people love that. And one of my best friends, for example, gave me a call a week or so ago. And we were talking, chopping it up, and he's been going through a lot. And I really just listen because it's one of my best friends. I'm not even here to really just give advice. Sometimes I just people just need to vent. They don't always want to hear a solution because sometimes people have their mind made up on what they're going to do. And I've never, I'm not, and I'm never, and I'm not the, I told you so type of person because I don't like to see people suffer. So this friend of mine is going through it hard with the current wife and the current wife fits the example of all the manipulation tactics that I explain. I'm not saying my friend is perfect in this scenario or he hasn't messed up. He'd be the first to tell you where he's messed up. He would. He's, he's authentic, at least in that degree, where he, he knows he's made mistakes. We're all growing. We're all learning, right? And he was the one who spoke to me about it. He's like, hey, man, you should speak on manipulation because he's going through it. He has a son with this person. He's been there for this person while they're going through treatment and this, that, and the third, only for the situation to be manipulated and cause him harm. And it's a sad thing. You know, and he's, I know he's listening and shout out to you. Really appreciate you, man. Much love. And you will get through what you're going through. You will. Oh, see at chapter four, verse six. My people has been eliminated for lack of knowledge. For you have spurned knowledge and I will spurn you from serving me. And as you have forgotten the Torah of your God, I too will forget your children. What did I speak earlier about government and understanding the manipulation? How understanding it is vital to your survival. Understanding the deception and the manipulation is vital to your survival. And it does not just go from your political and your governmental leaders and your celebrities and entertainers and Babylon and Nephilim. It goes to the family members and friends and co-workers and strangers that you interact with on a daily basis. We have to be aware of this. Guard your energy. Give it to those who truly love you, who truly will tell you how it is, who aren't passive aggressive, who don't use little tactics, who don't go behind your back, who don't try to manipulate outcomes for their desire. When you start to learn like that, when you start to live like that, you'll start to see that you will lose people in your life. But that is a blessing from the Most High. That's the Most High removing people from your life. Amos chapter 5 verse 10, they despise the one who admonishes by the gate and the one who speaks purely they detest. I've already told you, they hate the righteous. They hate us. They hate when you speak up. They hate when you're an individual. They don't want you're a threat. You really are a threat when you think for yourself. And last but not least, Psalm chapter 146 verse 3, do not rely on nobles nor on a human being for he holds no salvation. Stop putting your trust into wicked systems that are used to manipulate you. Stop putting your life in the your life into the hands of other people who can manipulate you. It's time we wake up. It's time we think about this, brothers and sisters, because it's very important. I wish you all the best, as always. 
Much love. A warning to the wicked. May the Most High bring calamities, strife, and iniquities upon you. To those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. To those who hate the Most High and the righteous men and women, along with the creation. To those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous men and women. To those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit the earth, for the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do the righteous work. Therefore, I'll send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path to the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path to the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.